You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's do off-season alternatives real quick. Since you mentioned that, let's say that that the anti-hardened crowd gets its wish, and, and we've expressed our opinions here on why we think it makes a lot of sense for them to pursue Harden, even if there's a, a you know a lot of emotion from the types of people that would listen to this podcast that think, hey, don't do it. And it's divided. Let's let's not speak for everybody or anything. We know it's divided. There, there's a, a heavy Harden fan base as well, because I hear from them as well. But let's just talk about alternate routes. If they if they don't pursue Harden or it, it, let's even characterize it differently, or if Harden and and Philly view it the way I view it, which is that they're better off with each other. That That's the way, like, Rockets aside, I know this is a Rockets podcast, but I think I mentioned it earlier. To me, it makes the most sense for Philly and Harden to look at each other and say, hey, we're, we're pretty good. We're pretty damn good together. Let's, let's, let's run this back. Let's do this again, especially if it's on a short-term deal. Hey, we only want to do this for a couple of years. Here's what our window looks like. Embiid's a big guy. He's in the MVP window here. Let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, add some more players to the supporting cast. Cause let's be honest, the problem with the Sixers was not necessarily, I know Harden had some clunkers there at the end, but James Harden and Joel Embiid overall were not the problem. They could have used more around them. Tyrese Maxey developed, but if they could improve that team, maybe put some more onus on Daryl Morey or whoever, like I would want to run that back. But if you're the Rockets and Harden either is not an option or turns out to not be, in your best interest as an option what what do you think are the best offseason alternate routes for them in terms of getting better aside from the obvious which we'll get to in a moment with the lottery well let me say one thing about philly really quick because if they 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 could go to to hard and say hey we're going to give you the four years and then we're going to do something with this tobias harris spot you know tobias harris is a big contract it expires after next season we're going to improve this spot to make things easier on you so then you have Embiid, harden maxi and whoever they put in the Tobias Harris space, that I think is a way that Philly gets better. But onto the Rockets, um, they need a point guard. Point guard is a big position of need for them. Uh, take some of the pressure off of Kevin Porter Jr. Um, and there are obviously lottery ramifications that come with that. But I'm just going to run through the other point guards that are available in free agency this year. Harden, we've talked about. Kyrie Irving, that's a no. Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet. Excuse me. Fred Van Vliet, probably a no. Um, D'Angelo Russell, that's a no. Russell Westbrook, that's a no. Um, Dennis Schroeder, probably a no. Uh, Trey Jones, it's an interesting name. He's a restricted free agent, but that's not somebody who's raising your ceiling. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a backup point guard, more yes, than likely. That Trey Jones would have been perfect for them this year when Kevin Porter Jr. missed the 20 games. But that's not that's not taking you, you know, they're trying to get from 22 wins into high 30s, low 40s next year. 
adding Trey Jones to the mix isn't getting you there. Now, there are some other free agents that will be out there and some other options that they have, but nobody gives you the ceiling that James Harden would. So, I mean, you look at, like, the top free agents out there, and let me pull up the list really quick. Um, yeah, you mentioned them, a couple of them, with Kyrie and, of course, James Harden. Chris Middleton is out there. That's somebody who's been – I think Kelly had had um, Chris Middleton linked to them. That, to me, is – that's that's not going to work at all just because no. <laughs> he, he was bad this year and, and he's been hurt more than than Harden has um so top players available uh and this is from hoops hype but they they have them ranked uh, we went through the top the top 3 are the point guards uh and then you get into Kristaps Porzingis that's yep. a no. you're not you're not giving Kristaps Porzingis any sort of a max uh Chris Middleton we just talked about that's a no Nikola Vucevic that's a no Draymond Green is interesting, but he would probably just go back to Golden State, assuming that they still want him. If they don't, then we can talk. Jeremy Grant, that's interesting, but I don't know. That kind of seems like you're taking minutes away from Jabari Smith right there, which doesn't seem like it would make a whole lot of sense. Brooke Lopez, that's been talked about, but why Why are they doing – no, that's not – he's 30-something years old and basically is a system-type player. He works within that system in, in Milwaukee – but that has really would give you would give you shooting and improve your defense. I think I, I think that's the argument for it. I, like I don't know what the money looks like, but shooting and defense would be my argument for it. It would, but how much are you giving Brooke Lopez? And yeah, and, I don't know. you know, then what are you doing with Shingun? And you know, it's yeah. that's, a, that's kind of a clunky fit. Kyle Kuzma's interesting. You know, Kyle Kuzma is somebody that that I would that I would look at. And then you get kind of further down the list. I, I like Jakob Pertl as a player. I think that that kind of, you know, he's not much of a rim runner, but he's somebody that could be useful, at least defensively. Austin Reeves is somebody who I think would really help them, uh, but he's a restricted free agent. And uh, I think the Lakers are, are maxed by how much they can actually match with the offer sheet. But I do think somebody like Austin Reeves would help them. But again, once you get below the first guy on the list, it's not great. And yeah. I can tell you, well, they could just roll, they could just roll the cap space over for a year. Yeah, they, they could do that, but then you're probably losing a lot of games next year. Once again, because the West is so good. Look at the West. Just look how good the West is right now. There are eight teams that made the playoffs in the Western conference. Are any of those eight teams falling out of the playoff mix next year? Memphis is kind of a wild card with the whole Morant thing. Minnesota's in kind of a weird spot, I guess, but that team should still be really good. And then you look at the teams that didn't make the playoffs. Oklahoma City is going to be really good. New Orleans is going to be really good if all those guys stay healthy. Um, who am I missing out of the teams that that missed the playoffs in the West? You know, all those teams are like getting better. So like you have to climb a lot of mountains in order to win more games next year and making improvements around the margins that's not going to get it done. And then your pick just goes to Oklahoma city. So it's important for Dallas is going to be better next year. Um, really the only team in the West that won't be better that uh, I'll say it right now. There are 50, there are 14 other teams in the West. The Rockets are probably 13. They are probably only ahead of San Antonio. And I don't know how, how that gets better unless you make a serious splash within free agency. So, you know, Harden is that guy that gets you there. And if you don't, then you're looking at losing 55 games and you are probably at the top of the lottery. And then it's at best a coin toss that you'll get to keep your pick. Yeah. Needing a serious splash in free agency in a year, oddly enough, where the the serious splash in free agency that you could make, the most likely one that you could make and the most sensible one that you could make 
is this one is yeah. hardened no matter how you feel about it emotion logic whatever you're operating under this and is it, it. And yeah. it doesn't cost you assets like i've heard people say well they can just trade for somebody and fit them to fit them into the cap space yeah that's that's fine that that's an idea but you're giving up a lot in order to do that like you could go and let's say um We've talked about Carl Anthony Towns. Let's say he becomes available. Yeah, you can trade him. You could trade for him and fit him into your cap space, and that makes you a better team. But or he improves your roster. Only if it makes you a better team, but he improves your roster. But what are you giving up in order to do that? Are you going to give up your Brooklyn picks in order to get that done? Are you giving up, you know, your top five pick in this draft in order to get that done? It, it doesn't really seem like you're you're making yourself that much better by doing it, and this is something that I've kind of wanted to talk about during the postseason. These teams that have made the, the types of trades where you're cashing in your chips, it hasn't worked for any of them. You know, Atlanta traded uh, for DeJounte Murray. They went from, from one playoff win last year to two playoff wins this year. Um, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix won fewer playoff games this year after making the Durant trade. Uh, Minnesota with Gobert went from winning two playoff games to one playoff win. Uh, Cleveland made the Mitchell trade and they won one playoff game this year. I know they had a good regular season, but it didn't turn into anything in the postseason. So like it, it almost feels like you're just moving sand in the sandbox at that point to where you are. Yeah. You're, you're making yourself better in one area, but you're hurting yourself in others. So that's why when you have the chance to, to make a splash in free agency and spend your money there where you're only, you're not having to give up anything for your future, then you just do it. Yeah. Real quick on your point about the trades not working or these trades for big splash star types. It's an interesting thought because one of my observations throughout the playoffs has been like, we all obviously know that it's a star driven league. You need to have stars to compete newsflash. Of course we know that, but the teams that have sort of survived and the ones that look like they've got the best chances are the ones with a level of depth to them that is notable like Denver and Boston, for example, are teams that are, that I feel like have been known for their depth and, and Denver, especially now this year. And even the Lakers to an extent now, I think, especially when you look at the Lakers and warrior series, like the Lakers back when we were watching them play against the Rockets, you know, before they made all those trades and, and their team looked totally different. They didn't have anything but Anthony Davis and LeBron James. But then all of a sudden they make a few moves and and their depth and, and their sort of makeup of the team makes a lot more sense than it did before. And that mattered when they played against the Warriors because the Warriors, you could either say didn't have depth or certainly didn't trust it because they got a bunch of young guys that they've invested in that I didn't feel like I saw nearly enough of, you know, and and. and the result of it is that they're not a very deep team. Like it was basically Seth, Cur or, I'm sorry, Seth Curry. I was going to mention him uh, in a moment, but it's basically Steph Curry and a bunch of guys uh, as opposed to the way it had been before when they were a much deeper team. So, uh, so that that's just a kind of an interesting caveat to me of how like it's such a star driven league, but the teams that are, that are actually surviving now are ones that have a certain level of depth to them. And the, <laughs> the Rockets, my goodness, like they didn't, they had none of that. Um, and like, it's just, it, I don't know. It's just a, it's just sort of a, a you know, sort of a, a fascinating thing. Um, but I don't know, like with, with, with Harden and, 
and the offseason alternatives, this is how this is how almost desperate it feels like to me. And desperate is not the right word because it's not like they necessarily have to do this. They can go all in on, oh, we're just going to build through the draft and we're young and Jalen Green and Jabari Smith are going to be great one day and, you know, we're, we're fine. I, like, I think they can actually sell that. But I, I slipped and mentioned Seth Curry a moment ago. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When I look at this free agency class or this this upcoming free agent class, and I think about what makes the most sense for the Rockets and, and the things that they should do, kind of going back to and supporting your point about, hey, the drop off after the a couple of guys that you would pay the max to the next guys that, that would raise your your ceiling or even your floor for that matter is pretty steep. The guy that I want after, like if you just put James Harden aside, like the if, if I'm just looking at free agent targets for the Rockets that I'm like, hey, who who would be great for them? And I look at the list and I know you mentioned Kyle Kuzma. Somebody's interested in Yaka Pertle actually is also an interesting player. But I'm like, Hey, Seth Curry, give me some Seth Curry. <laughs> give me some Seth Curry off the bench. I I need some shooting. I need I need the player who Garrison Matthews, you know, thought that he was. I need that actual guy. You know, like that. That's what we're talking about. And and sort of the point here is that it's just not a strong free agency class. We talked about this before, but just to reiterate, man, like after James Harden and of course, you know, Kyrie Irving without some of the other stuff, I think would be like just off of basketball reasons alone would be somebody that I would be interested in on like under any normal context, but we understand it's not a normal context with that guy. So like outside of that, I'm like, Hey, give me a little Seth. Give me, give me the other Curry brother. And Hey, I, I think that raises the floor of the Rockets a little bit because at least they have some outside shooting. Like that's what we're talking about when when we go back to the point that you were making earlier about desperation is something that you got to do a move that you got to make here. You know who else would love for the Rockets to get Seth Curry? Opposing offenses. Opposing offenses? Yes, because oh, oh yeah, because yeah, because he would be barbecue chicken. It's somebody yeah. that you can target. You know, yeah. Barbecue uh, you're, not, you're not the first person who's mentioned this. If if Seth Curry weren't six one. Hey, sign me up. But he's six one and really can only guard one position. And no, that's not that's that's not somebody like I get the shooting aspect of it, right? But, and he makes you worse in so many other different areas. The, the reason why they kind of like Garrison Matthews because of the size, right? Right. Just, Matthews just didn't shoot it consistently enough. Like if you if if Garrison Matthews had a, a Seth Curry type of you know consistency with his with his shot, he would have played for them and he'd still be on the team and he'd be you know, in a much better spot, you know, in this league. But, you know, unfortunately, he just doesn't shoot it well enough in order to get there. Yeah, or if, or if Seth was... If, if he was Harrison Matthews' size, hey... He'd he, be a different story. Yeah, he, he'd be in demand. He he would have played for, for Brooklyn. 